Morning, handsome. Coming at you from sunny Oakland, California, here at Handsome Headquarters. I'm Lee Singer Golden, and this is your Morning Handsome, brought to you by LiberalGuiltRadio.org and MorningHandsome.com. Are video games art? First the Supreme Court, now the Smithsonian Institute. Say yes. Take that, Mom. Rod Blagojevich begins a 14-year jail term. It's a golden opportunity to sit around for a decade and a half. Uh, this American Life, the guy behind uh, the Burt Hand at the Apple Factory, yeah, that totally didn't happen. Uh, this American Lie. This American Lie. Ooh, good one, Caleb. Fruit flies, not getting laid, turned to alcohol. Instances of beer goggles and morning after. Remorse increased by 37%. Grabbing the pint with America's Irish president, Barack Obama. Bringing in St. Paddy's Day right. Guinness, black Irish. The perils and pitfalls of public masturbation is the subject of Jason Russell's next incendiary documentary. Paul Rubens weighs in on how to spell incendiary. The House declares the Clune Wars as several congressmen are arrested attempting to obtain Clooney's autograph to the protest against Sudanese human rights abuses. Well, that sounds like a barrel of laughs. Gallagher ends up in a coma, but we won't pick the lowest hanging fruit of all. Watermelons. Philip Seymour Hoffman revised Death of the Salesman on Broadway. Audience and critics disappointed that the death is staged. And I yell at a homophobic guy in a movie theater. So in honor of that, we list the top five things I've yelled in movie theaters. Also, uh, we get a DVD case shaped like the Starship Enterprise here at Handsome Headquarters. And so we settle the age-old question in this week's verses. Captain Kirk versus Captain Solo. I'm joined in the studio today by my illustrious co-hosts. Andro Ambrose, Morning Handsome. Good morning, Handsome. And Caleb Hofford, Morning Handsome. Good morning, Handsome. Lee, I'd like to point out that uh, you know normally you use the uh, the singular uh, pronoun when you when you go through your billboard. You talk about you talk about I and me and, and and you did except for when you talked about the DVD case of Star Trek. So I guess that that means since we have it, Ooh. that I get to share and take it home for part yeah, of the time. Is this going to be like a rotating basis? Right. I think we have to share custody of yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's all of ours. You referred to legally, it legally binding. to Handsome Headquarters. So wherever Handsome Headquarters is located, that is where I, it is. I thought Handsome Headquarters was in our hearts. Right. And our minds. That is true. And all you ever have to do is clack your heels together three times, and you always come back to Morning Handsome, and you can look at the Starship Enterprise. So it's staying here, pal. Actually, that's terrifying. And I <laughs> what if I accidentally clack my heels? I don't want to, like, I'm in the middle of a date no. or something. You'll Boom. Cl- no. Right. Boom. Now I'm in Lee's apartment. Yeah, exactly. You'll clack your teeth three times. Oh, that's true. We were all doing sound checks before. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. This isn't Lee's apartment. <laughs> yeah, this is some creepy wizard's house. Oh, no. <laughs> but he also has a DVD oh, box he's... set of Enterprise. <laughs> land in Midget, in Midget Land? Uh, and, Hunch, I gave you an Enterprise, remember? No, you did. You did. You did. I, I did. And I brought a co- <laughs> I've, I've donated many things to Hans Mancourt. Yes, of course. I mean, I, I feel like I've, I've been... If you want to listen to this Star Trek The Motion Picture LP uh, soundtrack <laughs> album... Oh, now there. You could, that's I mean, a real offer. That's like you could meditate. Now we're negotiating. You could just like take, go to a yoga class and put it put it on like track two, like the Vulcan music, and uh, you, you can really get down to that. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Padahastrasana. So, video games are, are, this has been a question for mm-hmm. years. I mean, I, I've always thought that they were. I remember, I remember I got really teary-eyed in Wing Commander 2 when my <laughs> wingman died. I did not Wait, see that coming. Why does it seem like, I don't, yeah, no. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Video games. Yes, they are. Even the Supreme Court has said so. I have a one yes. word for you. Missed. Mm-hmm. 
Mist. Yeah, Mist is art. I bet. I wonder if like Sandra Day O'Connor has like a poster of like Miss Pac-Man up like in her apartment. Uh, As in, as in, uh, just what they're putting together at the Smithsonian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're doing an actual exhibit exhibit um, about the art of games. I read this article about it, and they talked about. I noticed like a kind of an error that was in it. They talked about the Windows game Doom. And I don't know if any of you remember, but... Um, oh, you played that one on DOS. Played that one on DOS. They, it, I don't know if you, any of you pussies remember. <laughs> I mean, there's there was a there was a Doom... Come get some. 95 version that made was made later. Um, well, that, that's Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was also a DOS game. Oh. For, for you kids out there in the touchscreen generation... Come get some, definitely, Duke Nukem. Come get some. <laughs> Shake it, baby. Shake it, baby. Doom um, was just... Uh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it won. Uh, 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 uh. It won like a Spike video game award for best grunt. Be- <laughs> and menu bar facial expressions. Best grunting sequence. And I'm right. sad we lost that. That in games they don't just show your face getting shot to shit as the game. You know what I'm sad. I love that. Yeah, that was your health meter. That was great. Yeah. Was you know face. what? I'm, you know what I'm sad is that we we've lost in in video games is like ID clip. I don't know if you guys remember, but, but oh, I remember ID clip. ID clip. Dude, just just like forget walls. Yeah, there are no walls. Where we're going, we don't need, we need walls. walls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm in hell. Yeah. How are there so many fucking walls everywhere? Yeah, ID Software really like kind of invented the modern video game code. I mean, there'd always been like Game Genies and Back Back Forward, Double Dragon codes, or whatever. But they were the first one that had like developer codes mm. that were still in the games that, that were used to test the game, and they would turn off clipping and like walk around maps. And, you know, turn on God mode. And it was like this big thing that if you knew the codes to type in on this new old DOS game. Code. So the idea that it's and a Windows the, game is ridiculous. And since the internet didn't exist uh, widespread at that point, obviously. Well, it existed only in Al Gore's mind. Oh, he yes. did. That's why it wasn't widespread yet. Yes, exactly. Well, we would play land well, games. He was, he was much smaller in those days. Yes. Four-player <laughs> land games of Doom. You have four computers hooked up on a local area now. Where we used to, there was a thing called Dwango where you have a dial-up connection to 144 four modems would call each other up and you'd doom together. This was before they'd scream at each other. Yeah, for a you, it was actually like an Aboriginal t- right. internet device. You <laughs> swing a little, uh, small wooden stick around over your head on a string. That was, that was actually no. You would actually send data packets by boomerang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to uh, Xbox Live, where you could just yell homophobic slurs at someone over your microphone, you'd have to. Stop the game, like unplug right. it, hang up, plug the phone back in, call your friend, call him a homo, hang up, unplug the phone, plug your computer back in, Dwango him up again, yeah, and then, and then, and then start and then start a new round. And if you're yeah. and if you're on Verizon, you still have to do that today. Uh, <laughs> um. So let's see what else is going out uh, up in, in Bukovic. Um, is that pop? This, this, oh, Amer- I think this, this American, American Live. Oh, this American Live. Good, good one, Caleb. That was a funny this guy. Oh, so this, this big fat guy was pretty funny. Uh, uh, da- Daisy, I think is his last name. Is I'm, I'm going to look Oh, the, the, the guy who did the monologue. The monologues? guy who actually did the... Okay. So this the original reporter. Yes, who, it's Daisy who, from uh, quote, Mario. Quote reporter. Quote reporter. Anyway, Princess Peach's so, sluttier friend. Yeah. <laughs> the person who was originally... You know, this, this episode of This American Life aired earlier this year, I think January... Shortly before uh, uh, the New York Times ran a big piece, um, you know, exposing a bunch of issues with the uh, manufacturing process in Foxconn. The, the New York Times, I just want to jump in, has has defended their uh, their piece and said that there are there are no fabrications in right. their actual article. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting, though, that in mm-hmm. some ways, some of the details that the, this guy supposedly mm-hmm. fabricated for This American Life 
were somewhat val- validated right. by the next the article that was published by a you know well a, a news source with some veracity so to right. speak. But that being said, you know the guy the guy basically like made it up yeah. and they, he did not actually witness he, these he things. He did not actually witness it. Well, here's the thing: is uh, it was all a big misunderstanding. He thought when he was preparing a news story for public radio, he thought he was preparing one of the fake news stories for "Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me." <laughs> you know, when they make like the guests, they have three stories, two of which are made up, and one of which is real. Um, and then the uh, the audience ha- or a, a, a I think it's like a celebrity or someone has to pick which one is the fake yeah. news story. And he assumed that that was the show he was going for <laughs> because he was drunk. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I I read it. I got yes, read an interesting Daisy. Mike Daisy. I read an interesting well, quote. His uh, name is Daisy. Mike Daisy. Mike I, Daisy. Give me your answer, dude. I read I read an interesting quote from Ira Glass talking about their fact checking process in this case, and they said, "Yeah, we asked him if it was true, and he said it was, so we put it on the air." I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> I'm Ira Glass. Then, I don't pay much attention to yeah. where my stories come from. Then this he apologized. In this American Life, Act One, we reveal a story. Act Two. We realize it's bullshit. <laughs> this Act three is Pledge Week. <laughs> this week's startling news. In startling news this week, a giant lizard terrorizes Tokyo. <laughs> we record someone rustling around in, gla- in, gla- in grass while we play weird piano music. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much what that show is. It's a good show. Um, okay, so that... But I, I feel like people are making a big deal out of the story so they can alleviate their guilt about the Foxconn products right. that they're reading about. It yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the li- yeah. and the likelihood is 16-year-olds work 12-hour shifts, yeah. Yeah. you know, making, you know, making your Apple product for roughly $10 a day. Look, Jacob right. the Liar was a made-up story, but... The universal story it told about <laughs> the Holocaust that never happened. <laughs> that never happened. You know, Jacob the, the Lie is one of my favorite Holocaust denial movies. The lies, uh, the lies that the dad tells in Life is Beautiful are <laughs> lies. But uh, as the title would make you believe, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. lies of the heart, which sounds like a uh, David Duchovny mini driver. Movie. I just, you know, I just want you to tell me lies. Tell me that, sweet, that, sweet lies. The, the image that sticks with me that movie the most is that you know that iconic image of him coming around the corner of that building and seeing the big pile of bodies, and <laughs> and then his reaction to it though, like the way uh, uh, what is that guy's name? Uh, 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 the, the lead actor, anyway. I can't remember. He, uh, dive into your ocean. I love you. I love you. The love, love oh. guy. Um, oh, Roberta Benini. Benini. Yes, anyway, Benini's reaction to it is like he has this clown-like reaction mm-hmm. to it where he does like a double take and his jaw drops. Benito Mussolini. I think that's his name. <laughs> yeah, Benito Mussolini. Anyway, he looks at these <laughs> Sorry, lines. I got that wrong originally. Yes. One of, one Remember of... at the Oscars when Mussolini climbed over all the chairs and was oh. really charming? <laughs> he's, just, he's so charming, that Mussolini. And then the, after the Oscars, they hung him up in the street and mutilated his body. <laughs> If you're into I was Oscars at the end like, of World War II, that was a great series of jokes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Charlton, this one's for you. Very timely. Can you remember? Have you forgotten? Yes. You can <laughs> have my memories when you pry them from my cold, dead balls. Anyway. We got a lot more to cover in Pop here. We should get moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What else is going on in Pop? Oh, uh, oh Phil, uh, Mr. Philip Hoffman, yeah. uh, Death of a Salesman, oh, being revived on Broadway. Straight out of the fridge, Death of a Salesman. <laughs> and that's the end of that story. <laughs> is that, Ar- um, is that so, Arthur Miller? Is that Art Miller? Yeah. Mr. Miller. Yes. So, do you guys hear about Gallagher? Oh, yeah. Dude, this is sad. Gallagher had a heart attack. Gallagher's and... also a dick who like picks on people in his humor. 
You know, yeah. he, he like he picks on like people because of their race and their sexuality, and I think he's kind of a D. I, I don't that being know, said, uh, it's, so do we. I mean. it's, it still sucks when somebody has a heart attack. I'm excited. Watermelon price. Watermelon price is going to crash. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, whoa! Going to be flooded with watermelon. So, Lee, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to. Are we going to still talk about uh, about this? Because I thought we might want to uh, start talking about the new documentary. Oh yeah. So oh. This, this footage. So this guy yes. made this documentary about Coney. Uh, that whole well, affair. yeah. So the Lord's Resistance Army, you know, which is a, mm. a, 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 a known entity to exist in Uganda. I'm aware. I'm aware of their work. I'm aware of their work. Known thing, <laughs> yes. Tony. Right, but anyway, so suddenly people care about it uh, because this guy because <laughs> they saw a, a movie. Yeah, because this guy made like a thirty-minute YouTube video and it appealed to young people. And in it, he has he explains who this this guy is, Joseph Coney. And the Lord's Resistance Army to his five-year-old son, uh, trying to explain how he takes children prisoner and turns them into soldiers and uh, and uh, rape slaves and makes them find mm. the Shankara stones. And makes them find the Shankara stones. Um, he so he so uh, this this guy though the the documentary maker who. Uh, has been catapulted to fame. He's like making all the rounds, all the he news betrayed shows. Shiva the other day. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the next thing you hear about it though, like less than a week later, is there's video of him ba- masturbating He's in public after he was like on a drunk bender, stripping down in the streets, jacking his thing off in like a middle of a square in public, like on a security camera, and he was arrested. They were like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. I, I think we all know what he was doing. I mean, it seems right. pretty self-evident what was happening there. Right. He was making a documentary about <laughs> the trials and tribulations of public mm-hmm. masturbation. Mm-hmm. And he was... He was going uh, undercover. He's trying to understand Paul Rubin's perspective. You know, he was he was method acting. Well, as stated, we, we have a, a quote from Paul Rubin's. Oh, um, good, good. What yeah, is he's, uh, uh, he's been very gracious and is going to come on. I want to say, uh, uh, very famous uh, for many things, uh, such as roles such as the spleen... Yes. In mad, in, uh, this is his official man. comment on the. Uh, he's uh, he's calling in. Yeah, he's calling in. That's why it sounds uh, really weird. Uh, yeah. I, or, 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 can you hear us, Paul? Paul. Paul, can you hear us? Paul, can you hear us? Oh. Uh, Paul, can you hear us? Grace is on the phone. I'm trying to use the phone. Yep. Yeah, we, we hear we you. We know. We hear you, we Paul. We hear you, yeah. Paul. It's wor- It's working. What do you have any comment on uh, on the, the recent video? Paul, turn the headset over. Did anybody tell you that this is the private club of the Satan's helpers? Nobody hit me to that, dude. It's off limits. I think he's getting oh. in some kind of altercation. Yeah. Paul, do you need us to call nine one? <laughs> no, it sounds sounds like he's talking it down. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Paul, are you okay? Excuse me. We, we might want to just give Paul a call back Excuse later. Me. Yeah, okay. Okay. Excuse me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's try to move Paul, on. Paul, you do an excellent impersonation of Data Carvey as Garth uh, from... Uh, it sounds like there's something going on in there. Paul? Oh, shoot. Paul, are you okay? Okay, uh, I think we lost him. I think we lost Paul. Uh, okay, uh, well, um, is, that, is that all we have for uh, Pop today? I think that's all we have for Pop. Unless we want to talk about uh, Mr. Clooney, but maybe that's politics. Oh, that's kind of politics. So that'll let's move into more fertile pastures. Yeah. Leads us right in. So, uh, this week, obviously, Santorum, the big name in politics. 
And pornography. And pornography. Rick Santorum continues to uh, disgust and delight across the Republican presidential nomination as he continues to gain delegates and head towards a possible brokered convention in Tampa this year. Can we see a Santorum Gingrich ticket? I can see it. Oh, God. And it's beautiful. How about a Clooney Obama ticket? Well, Obama. I actually, I think that Clooney might have just uh, might have just put himself uh, out of the running for public office when he was arrested uh, for protesting this week at the Sudanese embassy. I don't know. I think, um, I think well, that'll give him the bad boy angle. Yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, I, I got to say, it obviously doesn't hurt many, a lot of other lawmakers. Consider there were seven congressmen who were arrested with him at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, although they supposedly they were just hanging out looking for an autograph. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, yeah, Nancy Pelosi was like trying to get him to uh, sign her boobs. Yeah, she actually, she actually, uh, she, oh, she tried God. to get him to sign her boobs, oh. but then later, the, like, two when days, they were revealed, he turned to stone. Yeah. <laughs> and then only two days later, she actually was trying to get the president to sign her face outside of the Dubliner pub while President Obama was joy- enjoying a Guinness. Oh yeah, Barack Obama. There's like some great pics of him, like just enjoying a good. But it looked like a Guinness promotional event, like, right? I, him in the green jacket, the little presidential seal. Yeah. A couple of those pasty white guys standing next to him look like they hadn't been outside in a year. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like, we have pale skin and a sour disposition, Mr. Obama. Yeah. His, like, actual, the, the actual Irish members of his cabinet were totally obvious because they looked like one, 15 to 20 years older than they should be. Mm. Thin, white, pale skin, receding yeah. hairlines, and probably, and two pints of Guinness in it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but he was way more behaved on St. Patrick's Day than President uh, President Kennedy ever was. Like mm. his St. Patrick's Day, like he would just swim in Bailey's. You know, right, I mean? right, right. It was a different time, so a different time. <laughs> it's a different. That time. sounds sticky. It's more a than different time else. when you can have sex with women other than your wife in the White House pool. Well, surprisingly, um, yeah, that enough, never happens anymore. Well, so surprisingly, weird. fun science fact, Caleb. The the increased density and viscosity of the Bailey solution will actually make it so you are more buoyant and. Able to push harder, meaning that you have more resistance against the fluid, so you can actually swim through it faster. By the way, the Bailey ta- Solution was the name of the Irish rock band that but played at the. Uh, riddle event. me, riddle me this: which is grosser? All right, pool of water, pool of Bailey's, big clump of hair. Which is grosser? Which what's a which is grosser? Which is grosser? If you are a pool of water with a big clump of hair in it, or a pool of Bailey's with a big a clump witch's of hair in it? A which is grosser is like where she goes to get like yes. a new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I need a witch is grosser. I need a new and uh, four eyes of flies. <laughs> that, was, that was exactly where I was heading to. It turns out, turns out that the witch is grosser is grossest. Yeah. The grossest <laughs> thing is the witch's grocer. The, the ladies, the lady from Robin Hood sends Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to go get some stuff. That's right. I need uh, three liters of Ive Newt. I will go get it. You witches all think you're cowboys. Oh, Rickman. That's yeah. his mom, remember? <laughs> That's his mom? In may the movie. F- yeah. May your forehead oh, really? grow like yeah, the Yeah, the witch is supposed to be his mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, 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 like re- they reveal mom, it. Like, Mammy no. Rickman. <laughs> Maybe I got no. I've got no no proof one way or the I other. Better name that. is Dame Rickman, <laughs> which is also the name of his drag show. <laughs> it's also the name of his penis. There's some weird shit in the West End. Um, so what else is going on in politics? Uh, well, I, you know, I think that uh, the the more interesting things from this week is just kind of the uh, the continued destruction, obviously, of the the Republican field. I mean, it seems like there's just really no. 
no good to be had. Uh, you know, I, I was surfing this morning and I, I saw a great article that was, uh, uh, you know, a recirculation of an article that's been around since 1983 about Mitt Romney. And it talks about a the trip. Dog. He, yeah, the dog. You talk. You heard mm-hmm. that. You He's like the, the dog, dog loves being put on the roof of a car. Yeah, I strapped the dog to the roof of the car. The dog is fine. So, whoa, whoa! Oh, so step Caleb, back and please Caleb explain what's going on here. Yeah, I, I'm not. So the dog. So, and the dog so, in the room right now looks really upset. Like, <laughs> you know, I was a swing voter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> an independent. You know, and I, I, I like to think of myself as a progressive Republican. I'm an issues voter. Okay. Yeah, an issue voter. <laughs> no, so Romney, you know, the, back in 1983, taking a family vacation up to Canada with his beloved, uh, so, so beloved. I'm, I'm using finger quotes on the radio. I just want to let you know. Uh, but beloved uh, uh, setter. Uh, and, and, and while driving up country, um, he, the dog was strapped to the roof of their sedan in a kennel as they drove uh, across states. A la grandma from oh Chevy Chase's National Lampoon. Right, 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 right. That's and so during the drive, obviously the dog was so traumatized that it had diarrhea in the crate and like shat all over the car. And so Romney stopped and hosed the dog and car off. Oh no, and then put it back on. Never took, you know. Also, he ate the feces, which is like not like a part of the story everyone mentions, right, right, which is right. the weirdest part to me. Dog feces is supposedly really good. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he, so this story though has been around since eighty three, and actually there's a, there's a, a big movement in dog, there's not a big movement, big group of dog owners that have yeah. been you know for twenty years now uh, promoting this, uh, thirty years promoting this, and trying to. Uh, basically, uh, let everybody know that if you own a dog, you should not vote for Mitt Romney. Right. Um, and this was this was trending this morning, you know, because it's like people are just like, well, there's just there's just really nothing left to base you know, our decisions to, on. To, to just to, like, you they're know, all such assholes that really all such assholes. Oh, he killed. Oh, he he he, he hates dogs, huh? Uh, so it would be safe to say that dog is not Mitt Romney's co-pilot. No, dog is not Mitt Romney's. No. I'm, I'm unless, actually ashamed that I just Han said that. made Chewie ride on the yeah. top of the Falcon. I was going to say, like, <laughs> if they're trying to dismiss the story, <laughs> speaking of Han and Chewie, if they're trying to dismiss the story because it's from 1983, I say, what grounds is that? Return of the Jedi is from 1983, and it is still a fine film, and this is still a fine article. And if you love dogs, okay, and if you don't love dogs, you have no soul. So if you love dogs, you can't vote for Mitt Romney. What if you feel, what if you feel ambivalent toward do- towards dogs? Then you have kind of a soul. A oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You could still vote, in, but you could still vote in a nominating process. You could still vote in the primary, but you only get two thirds of the vote. Oh, hey. oh, oh, yeah. Do we have some science and technology that we want to talk? Wait, about? wait. I think before we move into that, uh, we need to mention very briefly that uh, Senator uh, Mr. Blagojevich. Uh, oh, yeah. We didn't talk about Lego Man Blagojevich. Yeah. Exactly. Starting his 14-year jail term for uh, yeah for his corruption. You know what's too bad is that he couldn't he could not donate to Locks of Love. <laughs> he would actually only be able to donate to Lock of Love because that thing just all comes off as one, one big plastic thing. piece. It's true. Rod Blagojevich, he's actually they're shipping him to Colorado to service. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, probably because there people uh, don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing is kind of like, what was this like? Why was this such a sensation? It's like. Headline news, Chicago politics, yeah. hecka corrupt. Like, what? This is a fucking headline? Right. Well, my favorite part is that he is the second consecutive governor of Illinois to be sent to jail for corruption. <laughs> Two in right. a row! But, like, in a long line of, like, 27 right, right, or something. Right. I mean, there's been oh, so many. Man. Yeah, seriously. The, the prison is actually called the the Daily Family um, uh, peten- Penitentiary. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of, like, uh, local and gubernatorial kind of politics stuff, um, I... Uh, uh, I 
had some, was talking to somebody yesterday, and he and this is literally, you know, I think he just moved to California within the last couple of years, but he said to me, "It's like is the is the president still the Schwarzenegger?" And I said, "No, no, no, he hasn't been the president for a few years." Say, where where is where is the Schwarzenegger? What happened to the Schwarzenegger? Where's the Schwarzenegger? Fucking his maids on mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I was like, and I said, doing well, I, more I, bad movies. I, I I wanted to say breeding because that that of course was the first thing to, to come to mind as well. But but in reality, you know, obviously that was something that came out that had happened eighteen years prior. I mean, mm-hmm. the kid is already you know out of high school. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I do wonder, uh, you know, what 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 has befallen? We have it's been too long since we've heard about Arnold. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, he, he might be relaxing on his enormous Tracking. piles of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, he's molesting. He's, I believe he's, you call that resting on your laurels. He's fondling um, somewhere. Um, he's fondling someone somewhere. He's diving someplace. in, kind of Scrooge McDuck style. Into a pile <laughs> exactly. Of money. exactly. Every morning I wake up and I dive into a pool of money. I had so much money, I pay Sylvester Stallone to be my pool yes. boy. Yeah, no horseplay in the gold. <laughs> Can you skim <laughs> the it out of there? Skim right. the uh, the poop out of the money. Adam, Adam, we have an oil spill on the pool deck. Roger that, we have an oil spill on the pool deck. Adam ah, means a baby pooped in the pool. Oh, no! Ah! Get down! There's a baby, get down! Get down, there's a floater! Get down! <laughs> um, uh, you know, I feel like... This is not my job description. I feel like... Uh, I don't feel comfortable with the handling human fecal matter. It's a sensitive, sensitive issue, and I think that the best handled by a professional. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I think that we have such a, an epic, um, epic, such an epic. Uh, what's it called? Verses today that I kind of feel like we should move. Oh yeah, we can move gonna, right into. You're it. gonna. We're gonna yeah. skip science. Uh, well, well there's we, only the the fly thing. Yeah, I think which is only kind of mildly interesting. I only care about fruit flies insofar as. That... Apparently, you don't care because you don't get time. I love minis. Mini file, baby. J-pop America fun time now! Is this really happening right now? You guys have never heard this song? It's like classic. That is a that is a stretch of that word. I had to take my headphones off. I don't know how you guys just come up Signs of life. Signs of life. Captain, signs of life. All right. All right, so this week... It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. Dead, Jim. Dead, Jim. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. Dead, Jim. Dead, Jim. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Not as we know it. Not as we know it. It's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Not as we know it. Okay, uh, this, <laughs> this week on Versus, Captain Kirk versus like, okay. Captain Solo. It was like he didn't want to make the billboard kind of get people to listen. And then before we actually have yeah. it... He wanted to play a song that was long enough and obnoxious enough yep. that people would Every, stop. You want to make sure team. absolutely no one is listening. Now that point. no one is listening, yeah. I'm not <laughs> like as. Like someone was listening before. <laughs> I think now that we're alone, we can say what we want. 
Um, yeah, so this week, we, I, we were eating burgers last week after the show. Right. And, and somehow, just in casual conversation, we were... Yeah, somehow, we were, because it was us. Yeah, we were discussing uh, great ship captains. And, <laughs> right. Ahab. Um, Ahab. Yeah. Um, it's probably Costner. been another one. The, the, Odysseus. Costner. Actually, he wasn't very good, to be honest. Yeah, he Odysseus, wasn't actually a very good captain. Um, let's see. Uh, Kelsey Grammer from Down Periscope. Oh, excellent, excellent. Sean Popeye. Popeye, Popeye. Yeah. Uh, Sean Captain Connery, Morgan, Sean Connery, Sean Connery yeah. as Captain Sean of the uh, uh, Red October. Uh, Johnny Depp, I think, was a decent captain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lieutenant Dan and Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. Lieutenant Forrest Gump. Gump and Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. 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 Um, captain Hook, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was um, a captain. But the two greatest captains, I think, of all time would, would have to be Captain Solo of the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. roguish um, Carillion pirate, um, and uh, his sidekick is of course the Wookiee Chewbacca from the planet of Kashyyyk, who he uh, rescued uh, from a slave ship, an Imperial slave ship, and um, he owes his life to him. Um, and um, versus Captain Kirk, um, captain of the starship Enterprise NCC one seven zero one. His second in command uh, is uh, Commander Spock, a half Vulcan, uh, half human. Indubitably. Um, so, you know, I'm going to think I'm going to think that most people are, are going to go with Captain Solo just because I think that's going to be like gut reaction. Yeah, is, you know, everyone loves Captain Solo. Mm-hmm. Like Captain Kirk is kind of a joke. You know what I mean? He like right. he got like kind of chubby and like in the later movies, he kind of. Whoa, 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 whoa. But I'm, calm not, I'm not saying man. myself. I feel this way. But don't jump like, to conclusions. I, I think I think people would would definitely jump on that. You know, you'd get the, the. I think the standard line would be, you know, well, he's you know he's more hardcore, he's more roguish. Uh, he'd be he'd be more wily and clever. So you know, while I think most people would say Han Solo, I would say a hundred percent Captain Kirk would defeat him without one hundred and ten percent James Tiberius Kirk. James because that's Tiberius the kind of Kirk. math that works in the Star Trek universe. James Tiberius Kirk is unbeatable. I think true. is it is yeah, the kind of thing. True. It's like. The classic Trek logic is, Captain, the Klingons appear to have an impenetrable shield. Spock is the only way we can penetrate it. And he thinks about it and like, yes, Captain. <laughs> it's, it's true. So, I mean, now, it depends on, I know, and we always say this, but it depends on sort of the field of battle. Because if yeah. it's ship to ship, not a chance. Kirk, there's, there's no possible way that Solo could win. I think Solo could use some sort of cunning to escape. Mm. Sure. Because he's escaped from Star Destroyers, which right. I would say three to Star well, Destroyers. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think if you're talking about a competition between, you know, the NC, uh, the, 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 the U.S. Enterprise, the, the A, mm-hmm. right, versus the Millennium Falcon. Right. Okay? Yeah. Now, I think that actually, I, you know, I'm going to always take the Millennium Falcon. Really? I think the Millennium Falcon is a ship that will not be taken down. I've seen Enterprises destroyed numerous times. But the Millennium Falcon always seems to manage to kind of escape, whether disguised as space junk or or left, you know, in a or in the bowels of a giant space white whale. So uh, somehow the Millennium Falcon finds a way to get away. But now, now the Enterprise, on the other hand, just gets destroyed and rebuilt. Well, so, let me just no, but it only gets oh, I got no, 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 wait, self destroyed. I need no, I need to jump in on this because no, I just no. want to point out that this is not we're not at this point. Um, comparing the ships anymore. We are again comparing their captains. Yes. Right, right, right. Because the Millennium Falcon did not disguise itself as space I thought we were also descending into just a little bit of saying, you know, if they were in their ships. Right. Now, I'm saying that, you know, I take Captain Kirk on on all levels, I take him straight. Mono y mono, I mean, I'm I'm saying Captain Kirk's going to win. Okay. But back to the ships, though. I think here's the thing. We've seen 
the the a Millennium Falcon take laser blasts from a Tie Fighter, even sometimes from a Millennium uh, from a uh, Star Destroyer. Have you ever seen? But here's the thing: a photon torpedo, yeah. okay, is a very high power torpedo. We have never seen the Falcon take a hit like that. I would say that one sure. torpedo, let alone the two torpedoos that the Enterprise can shoot at any time, would knock out their deflector shields. Okay, it's possible. Um, and I think that basically what would happen is they would. Pro- the Wookiee and Captain Solo would crash, and um, Kirk would. Beam so we down didn't. So we'd end up on a battle battle side right. planet. So mm. or we'd beat. Yeah. So battle beam down planet side battle. That's what I was trying to say. So I think that what's going to happen is he probably let's say he beams down with two yeah. red shirts. Yeah. Two red shirts. Spock. Oh come on! No no no! no. no. Six red shirts and yeah. Spock. Come on! No. That no, that's totally the thing about Kirk. Like could take down. They like can't two afford or three. those kind of, that many extras, dude. They need those guys for the next three. Week. Dude, three. They've got three they've got red a, shirts, Spock and Kirk. They've got Keep a in whole mind, this socialist is still within army. the budget of the original episode. and Worf. <laughs> three well, red shirts. Okay. Three red shirts. Spock, Kirk, no. and Worf. Well, let me, actually, I don't yeah. think he beams down with. He doesn't beam down with Spock. He leaves Spock in command of the ship, and that'll come back later. Yeah, but if this is also going on the budget they had for the first movie, then that's like just as pathetic. What they couldn't even actually afford to put. Uh, you know, to yeah. fill a room with extras in the final scene. It's but if Matt you were Payton. going by the first Star Trek movie, they would have a huge budget because they had like a huge right. budget for right. that movie. So, oh my God. So anyway, <laughs> I, I think that he would... Kirk, you would give me the secret of Genesis, Kirk! Genesis doesn't it's, work. Uh, Genesis! Studio produ- Genesis. production. So I think they beam down. Let's say he's... Usually he beams down with a, a party of two. So he's got a party of two and let's say he has bones. Immediately, I think the Wookiee... Bones? Because he needs a doctor. He thinks they might be hurt. You know, um, and so he's 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 not you're setting that. up this just like match. Of, I want this epic matchup, and you're setting it up with you know bones. Would there. you just you're he's not letting, me, frail you're not letting me set you're not letting me set it up? Okay, Super so here's how it goes. This is this is my opinion. Okay, so I think what happens is the beam down, and immediately the two red shirts get knocked out by um, Chewie's crossbow, and um, Kirk does a roll. He rolls behind a rock, and then There's we get engaged roll. in a phaser versus blast tech blaster. Um, shootout, which to me is just even more exciting than the Falcon versus the Enterprise. It's just a good old-fashioned cowboy shootout between Captain Kirk and Captain Solo. Blasting, blasting phaser fire with blaster fire. William Shatner's still doing a lot of rolls. So they both run out, yeah, so they both run out of space bullets at the same time. Then throw them at each other. (laughs) Okay, they throw their space guns at each other. And then they engage in a... Kirk gets his shirt ripped. Okay, I just want to jump in. I just want to jump in for half a second and say the re- I'm amazed it took this long for you to bring up this versus because clearly you have had this scenario in your mind since you were three. Yeah, seriously. So then, like... I'm pretty sure he's got a chub right now. So, then, so Chewie sees Semi. that... So I think Solo gets, gets judo chopped a couple times. Gets judo chopped a couple times. And then, um, but then the Wookiee comes up because he's hella pissed and just knocks out Kirk. And Kirk is completely knocked out. Solo's completely knocked out. And, and he's about to kill him. But then Spock beams down and Vulcan neck pinches. Um, Vulcan tank pooch. Vulcan tank pooches Chewbacca. And Turns out they, their nerves are actually around the, uh, the top of the tailbone. So Kirk and, and Solo both wake up in sick bay. And they're sick bay roommates, and they're, so they can't move. Oh, I smell a sitcom. <laughs> so, and so, like McCoy comes in, he's like, "This is a doctor's orders. You boys need to behave yourself when your doctor's orders are. You have to stay confined to quarters together for so the next twenty. All right, fine, fine, Dick McCoy. Yeah. And then Klingons team up with the with the. Um, you don't make you cooler. 
If your name was D. Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> so Klingons would team up with the um, the Imperials. Darth Vader teams up with Christopher Plummer from from Six, and they they come to take down the Enterprise. And so um, Scotty fixes the Falcon. Oh, wow. This is still going. And they, all right, all they right. take down they all take right, down right. Darth Vader and Commander um, Cord together, and that is what would happen. I uh, yeah, right. that is what would happen. If Star Trek. And, so, and if we can all so, just wait, and at least can repeat himself while he finds the music. Yeah. yeah. And so apparently, since Lee decided, it's like that, a really well rehearsed maneuver. And so since Lee decided that's what would happen, uh, apparently that's what yeah. would happen. And it's been no, no, it's I been really fun. It's okay. been really fun uh, talking to you all. Today. Well, what are your guys' opinions? Um, or I don't. I don't. I don't feel. I feel like listening to your opinion for five minutes was probably enough for this versus. Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. I, I feel like that any any uh, I mean, space w- that was available for this has been used up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would I would say I wish Solo would win, but I bet Kirk would because uh, he's just got a whole army of people. Yeah. If so, here's the thing: if if Kirk got captured by like Boba Fett and Darth Vader, and they were gonna freeze him in carbonite, like instead of getting frozen in carbonite, what he would do is he would just do Should've the they anything. would do the good old this man is sick. So uh, they would do the this man is sick, and so, then like Boba Fett would come in, and then they would judo chop. Can him, we can speak. we go back? You know, I I'm, I'm loath. Loath to bring up another subject, which oh, is no. about Lee talking, but uh, I, I just want to say, Lee, you know, at the beginning of this, a bit, the outset of this this whole adventure today, yeah. you had mentioned that you had, you know, screamed at another man in public. I didn't oh, scream. Yeah. I kind of just like, yeah. well, well, wait, 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 this hey, idea, yeah. hey, good point. Hey, we should talk about it. Don't, this. don't, you know, I, I, I hear it seems like you have something you need to talk about, Lee. Uh, yeah, basically, like we were at the movies last night, and like this, this one character mentioned like a kid who had two moms and a man in the theater said boo to the idea of two lesbians who love each other raising a child together and obviously narrow-minded uneducated bigot yeah started ruining the movie for me and it really made me upset not only that he would say that in public that no one would shush him and that um that I just had to sit there with this guy. And so it just kind of... And then also John Hamm in the movie gave this speech where he was being a total dick. And then I started getting mad at both John Hamm. Mm-hmm. But then the, but John Hamm wasn't there. All right. Well, before nice you descend in into your life. So I started channel, channeling hey. all my anger towards this guy. And so eventually... Um, oh, even the dog's mad. Ooh. Well, the dog's just barking at hey. the cat. The cat so... Ooh. Well, hey, Lee, so, you so know, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think, you know, what okay, we're going to about is... Story. So, so I get up, and, like, Sheree asked me, so, how did you like the movie? And I said, I said, yes, I would have enjoyed it more if I didn't have to watch it with a bigot, and, like, turned to the guy. And then, um, as I walked out, like, I gave him, like, the stone-cold con stare of death, and then gave him the, like, pointed at my eyes and pointed at him. Because you know what? I am watching him, and assholes like him too. And we're all watching because we're on the right side of history. So fuck you, bigot. Anyway, end of speech. Yep, that was fun. Okay. Well, all right. Artistic differences here at Morning Handsome. Yeah. Hanji washes his hands clean of me. Yeah, I was washing my hands clean of. Just like Pontius Pilate. Yeah.
Okay, so so in honor of that, uh, we were going to go over top five things I've read in a movie theater, but I don't think we're going to go over that anymore. <laughs> um, I think you, you're welcome to. Go ahead. No, I don't think we should. I don't think the dog wants me to. I don't think the dog was happy with Princess adventuring into the house, although Indeed. if we were going to do versus Princess and the dog, I'm going to take Princess in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. That dog is going to get eviscerated and the flayed, which means <laughs> there really won't be anything left to it. Agreed. It'll just be a skeleton. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So I would say um, that I think is like number five or so. Let's say number four is is the time where Star Wars Episode Two came out and um, Yoda came out to fight Count Dooku, and I screamed out "Fuck him like a bitch, Yoda!" and then everyone clapped and cheered, and then he fucked him like a bitch. Um, then the other one I would say is the time that I saw Blair Witch Project, and I stood up and said at the end, "I am so." And everyone laughed. Um, and then I think the other time would be that time I won that Blade Runner trivia contest. Um, that was pretty good. And I and the, these guys accused me of taking the easy question, but then I also got the hardest question right. And then I stood up to get my uh, family passed to the Lawrence Hall of Science and uh, said, you bitches said I took the easy one. Um, and uh, I guess that's it. So I guess that's only four. Man, you are going to be so popular after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We know so much more about you after the last 20 minutes. Oh yeah, about me doing what? <laughs> about about listening to lots of monologues by Lee Golden. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I'm feeling monologue today. You know I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to railroad the show here, but I just felt very strongly about this incident and uh, just wanted to say something. So anyway, sorry to make it serious there for a second, guys. Um, is there anything else we wanted to uh, add to the show before we wrap up? I think that's it. I'm pretty sure we covered everything. Okay. No, I do not really have anything else to add. Um, but uh, you've been listening to uh, Morning Handsome uh, here on MorningHandsome.com and LiberalGuiltRadio.org. I'm joined in the studio today by uh, Caleb Hoffert and Hondro Amber. Have a wonderful week. It feels like the end of a David Lynch movie. Uh, it is. I forgot to tell you. This is a new, sh- is a new show called... Um, Candid, you're caught on David Lynch's next movie, Twin Oakland. I like to see the vampire weekend. I see him dancing through the trees. He's always a vampire weekend. I see him dancing through the trees. If we keep talking over it, it's going to be like. Well, don't you remember it said uh, as long as it's not like the illustrative portion of the right. work or something like that. The heart of the work. Right. 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 And it's not that you're just airing it as its own thing right. but rather than it helps yeah. you express yourself it enhances it's, you're and really that's the heart of our work is right. <laughs> expressing right. ourselves right. the heart of our work is yeah I think so internet Batman